going to talk a little bit over the next couple weeks about the old Dickens book, and it's been made into a movie and all kinds of things, The Christmas Carol. I don't know if you've seen that or not, or if uh, you know, you, you've over the years watched it. Um, I, I really, to be honest, I've never watched it uh, until just this last week uh, as I sat down and uh, went through it. And, uh, but I knew what God was, was speaking to us as he took us through October and November and into December through dealing with the, the, just the tension that, that exists in our lives between the real and the ideal and our family situations and parenting and, and all of that stuff into Christmas to share about Jesus at the center of it all. A lot of people think like for that one night the star was shining and the camels were there and the wise men were there and all that was going down and he was the center of attention. But in our life, it has to be like that forever. He has to be the center of our attention. The things that you do revolve or come out of your relationship with him. The things that you say revolve and come out of your relationship with him. What you believe God for in your life revolves out of and comes out of your relationship with him he's at the center and in this story from the christmas carol it's about scrooge and he's a crotchety old dude who doesn't like anybody hates christmas bah humbug right is what he he keeps continuing to say that he only is concerned it seems like as you watch the movie or read the book he's only concerned about himself and his money he won't give to the poor. He's got Tiny Tim running around saying, God bless you, Mr. Scrooge. I mean, he, you know, it's all that kind of stuff. And Scrooge says, bah, bah, bah. Always over and over and over again. And I think what he didn't notice at the time is what we're going to talk about today. You know, he leaves work on Christmas Eve and he goes home and, and, and he's being haunted on, on the way home. By this voice calling out his name. Unbeknownst to him, it's actually his old business partner who had died seven years previous named Marley. And he's calling out to Scrooge, Scrooge, Scrooge. And he runs in his house and he shuts all the doors and he locks everything up and he goes to his room. And he sits down and he begins to eat his porridge or whatever his dinner is that that time. And, and, And here comes Marley through the door but marley is dressed in chains from head to toe he's covered in chains there are boxes tied to the chains it's a weight and he tells scrooge i i am on i am on an assignment to come here and to share with you that there is hope for you but the mistakes he tells him and the missed opportunities The things that you don't do right, the way you don't act the way that you should in this life, he says, will haunt you and you will have to carry those chains in eternity. Now we know this as believers and as the church, that we don't carry chains in eternity. We go be with Jesus and for many of us, that's when we think we're free from those chains. But the problem is, we carry a lot of chains with us in our day-to-day life. And so Marley tells Scrooge that I'm going to send or you're going to experience three ghosts. 
the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, and you'll then have the ghost of Christmas yet to come. They'll all three visit you in this night. And Scrooge barely believes, and he's bah humbugging it and, and all of those things. But as he goes to sleep, he's awakened in the night by the first ghost, the ghost of Christmas past. And it's a little surprising to me as I, as I, as I think about this story and, and how he's visited by three ghosts. You know, past, present, and future. And, and that in our life, Jesus came into this earth. And we don't want to necessarily just focus on the Holy Ghost that is in our life. But Jesus came into this earth. And then when he was crucified and went to be with the Father, he said, I'm going to send you a helper, the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost will take care of your past. He will change your present. And he will give you a future. It says that the Holy Spirit speaks to us those things to come. He will change your past. He, he will actually bring power into your life that will, that will change how you live. And He takes care of the born again, new creature in Christ. It's by the power of the Holy Ghost. So that's just a little sidetrack. That's one thing that I started thinking about when I was watching this movie, that the, the ghosts that came, we've got the Holy Ghost in our life. And these ghosts presented truth to Scrooge. They showed him in his life what had gone on, what was going on, and what will be going on. And we're going to talk about present and future next week and the week after. Today we're just going to focus on the past. That, that when the ghosts took Scrooge back to the past, they started when he was a little boy. And when he was a little boy... His mother died, and his dad didn't want him. And he was alone. And so for Scrooge in his life, what he didn't recognize and realize as an adult was he was living with the chains of the past. Marley tells him when he visits him, covered in chains, that Scrooge, these chains are created one link at a time and one yard at a time. And that through the misdeeds and misadventures and all of those things, you begin to add these links to your chain. And so as Scrooge was a little boy, the first thing, I think, the first, the first link in his chain was the fact that he had to deal with loneliness. And you may see yourself in some of these instances where Scrooge was. You may see some things that have happened in your life. But realize there is change. There's an opportunity. And then as he was a little bit older, he had a chance to reconcile with his father. And when in that reconciliation, his father rejected him. Still didn't think he was worth anything. And just pushed him off on another guy to go live with and go work for this other gentleman. So now not only is he dealing with loneliness, he's dealing with rejection. And, and these, these, these links begin to, to hook up. Now he can't see them in his life. But what he doesn't see is like years later, the things that he does... that there because he was affected by this stuff in the past and he's still carrying it around the one thing that you could do with marley was you could see the chains the one thing you can't do in this earth is see each other's chains but when you look in the mirror you see them for a moment scrooge began to get happy they began to show his life with fuzzy wink and his new job and and all the merriment that was going on and he met a girl Girls aren't the answer to all the fun and happiness, but sometimes they're a start. 
But he had to make a choice. And would he follow after this girl and the happiness and the generosity that he was seeing in his boss, Fuzzy Wink? Or would he continue to focus on himself? And he focused on himself. And that was the moment that the ghost told him, you're dealing with regret. So not only are you dealing with loneliness, the chain and the link of loneliness, but now you've, you've got this regret that you're dealing with and this rejection from your dad. And then the ghost takes him real quickly to the life he could have lived. And he sees this gal with her husband and with her kids living in the wonderful home, having a Merry Christmas. And now there's nothing but remorse. And he's dealing with the remorse and the regret of the past. He's dealing with these chains that slowly but surely begin to add up. And they don't seem like a big deal. Maybe you have something in your life that you, you, you haven't let go of. Maybe there is something in your life that bogs you down. Maybe for that one day of the year at Christmas is the year, like the day when you come in and you got, you got, to, just, you got to deal with it. For Scrooge, he goes through the present and the future, and he makes a change in his life. For us, we can make that change any time, any time we want to. Scrooge wakes up, and it all kind of comes. He's still confused, but it all kind of comes to him. That all that past, all those mistakes, all the things that he'd done, all the hurt that he'd experienced, it's not just the way that he was greedy in his life. It, it was the way that people treated him in his life. It was decisions he made, but it was also things that other people did to him that caused him to deal with all the chains of the past. And, and in our life, it's not much different. You know, somebody hurts you and there's a, a link. In the chain you don't deal with that hurt in your life but you rehearse it in your mind you live with it over and over again in your heart and one link becomes another link becomes another link all of the links in the chain that you wear of the past those aren't all from different things many times the chains that you're wrapped in and that you're draped in come from one thing but you won't let it go you just continue to rehearse the hurt you continue to rehearse the pain and as you do that one link grows into a yard and marley said these chains are put on us a link at a time and a yard by yard that you started off with a link that you could carry in your pocket and it really wasn't a big deal and that had grown into this little piece that you know what, this isn't weighing me down, this isn't a problem. But slowly but surely, if you don't deal with these things, they continue to grow. Maybe somebody else hurts you, maybe you are dealing with rejection and loneliness. Maybe you don't recognize it maybe, but it's happening, and you're just picking up link after link, chain after chain. I don't know what you've been through or what you're going through. But I do know this, there are many believers who are trying to live free, yet they're burdened by the chains of the past. And that 
makes Christmas difficult. I'm not even talking about life. I'm just talking about that childlike joy that comes with Christmas. To be able to wake up. Now you've got one link into a small chain, into a heavy load that we're carrying with us. I can't run like I used to run. I can't do what I used to do. I want to try to remain happy. I try to smile and pretend that everything's okay. People can't see this weight that I'm carrying. They can't see, they can't see the chains of the past that are holding me back. But when I look in that mirror, I see them. And I want Jesus to be the center of my life. I want him to make a difference. And he does. And he will. But that doesn't mean in and of itself that you walk free from the chains. Hear me. You are set free. And Jesus came into this earth and shed his blood for you and for me. Not just so that we would have eternal life. But that he would free us from the bondage and the burden of all these chains. That's what he did. But it is possible in our life to walk in this earth alive unto Christ, yet carry the weight of the past with us. In John chapter 11, it's the story of Lazarus. And Lazarus was Jesus' friend. And he had died as Jesus was on his way to pray for him because he was sick. And he'd been dead in the grave for days. And they were, they were so afraid that when they rolled the stone back, there would be a smell because he'd been dead that long. And in your life, your life could have been like that. You could have been in a place where, man, you were, you were just dead. Spiritually, you were just dead. But Jesus, when he rolled that stone away, he spoke, Lazarus come forth and life filled his body he he awakened unto life again only the power of god can bring back that thing that's dead natural man cannot go and pump life into a dead body but the spirit and the power of god can the things in the natural not a book not a movie not a friend not a confidant can help bring back a busted dead dream in your life but the power of God can and as Lazarus came up and he started to come out Jesus said loose him he was alive now but he was wrapped in the grave clothes when they died in those days they they put all the the spices and the herbs and things on them to keep the smell down and they wrapped them up tight in cloth They put a big thing, a napkin cloth around their face. So now in this state that he's in, he can't see properly. He can't hear properly. He can't move properly. Why? Because he's alive, but he's being burdened by the grave clothes. The past. What what Scrooge will find out as we talk about it next week and the week after is, is that all that stuff can be gone in your life. That you can see and hear God like you did maybe at one time. You can live for God and do what He called you to do. Like maybe you've wanted to in your heart, but you haven't been able to figure out why you can't. You can. See, it says in Psalms 107, verses 10 through 14, it says, Those who sat in darkness 
and in the shadow of death, bound in afflictions and irons. They were bound with afflictions and irons because they rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High. Therefore, it says, he brought them down, they fell down, and there was none to help. But in verse 13, this is important. See, John 3.16 says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever should believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. But it's up to you and it's up to me to call on the name of the Lord that we might be saved. That we would, we would do that. Luke 4.18 says this, that Jesus himself was speaking, said, I have come into this earth to proclaim good news to the poor. Freedom to the prisoners, recovery of sight to the blind, and to set the oppressed free. See, not just alive unto Christ, but free of the chains of the past. Wipe it out. Not just take it back to its original link, but wipe it out. And in verse 13... Of Psalms 107. It says, Then those people cried out to God in their trouble. And He saved them out of their distress. You may be here to say, I'm not even in distress. Yeah, but what is that thing that you've been rehearsing about that hurt? What is that thing that makes you not like that situation, that person, that place? What is that thing when the topic comes up you immediately change it because you don't want to go there. Those are hurts. Those are issues. Those are things that we haven't dealt with. And those are things that have become chains in our life. I'm not saying you're dead. I'm not saying you're all wrapped from head to toe. You may just be carrying around this nice little thing right here, this link. And it doesn't seem like much. And maybe one piece of this chain doesn't seem like much. But I'm telling you, the weight of this thing around your neck day after day, year after year, can burden you down. That's why in Hebrews chapter 12, Jesus or the, Paul says that we need to lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily ensnares us and run our race with endurance, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. There he is again, the beginning and the end of our faith. I'm telling you, many times we don't even realize it, but we're spending more time in maintenance of these chains than we are in living our life. How many times have have you been presented with this link and it's taken you all day to stop thinking about it? They're falling off of you and you're picking them up and they're so heavy you're constantly rearranging them. You're dragging them behind you as you go. You trip over them. Let go of the weight and the sin. It so easily ensnares us. At the end of this scripture, it doesn't just say that he saved them out of their distress. In verse 14, it says, He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their chains in pieces. That I don't have to spend my life in maintenance dealing with the hurts of the past. I don't have to keep going back over the regret. I don't have to keep going back over the feeling of loneliness and rejection. I don't have to. 
I don't have to do it anymore because Jesus came into this earth not just to give me life, but to give me life more abundant. To free me and rid me of the past. Not just make me alive, but take... How many... Just just the thought of that. What? I don't have to deal with all the junk of the past. Sign me up. There's freedom that comes just with that thought. There's freedom that comes with it. It says, you know what, I don't, I, don't have, I don't have to deal with that anymore. But they've hurt me so much. My dad left me. My mom treated me badly. I've had to go it alone my whole life. It's been such a fight, and, and I fall down all the time. Sometimes we think we're carrying these and wearing them because we must, because we've done the wrong things. It wasn't just what Scrooge had done. It was also the things done to him. But in your life, many times we carry these things around because we know that we did that. We know that we caused that problem. We know that we fell that time. We know that we missed it that day. We know that we didn't share what we were supposed to share in the moment we were supposed to. We know all of that. We, 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 we did make the mistakes. So these chains, I know they're mine. Don't hold on to them. Christ has come to say, get rid of the chains. You are free. Yeah, but I did all those things. Yes, but 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, you are not that creature anymore. If you be in Christ, you are a new creature old things have passed away and behold all things have been made new all things every chain whether it's a big one a little one or whether it's just a link yeah but i prayed that prayer then i did it again yep and you know what his mercy is there for you and it's new every morning well i started to carry that chain again let it go let it go The answer is very simple. It's not just trust in Jesus. It's not just for you and for me to invite him into our heart to live as our Lord and Savior. The answer is in Ephesians chapter 4, where Paul says, Since you have heard about Jesus and you have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature. You mean it's that? It's that easy? Yep. Paul says, take it and just, just throw it off. Not in you, not in your strength. It's because the grace of God has set you free. You don't have to live with it anymore. He says, throw it off, yet you change your attitude and your mind, and then you put on the new man. If you follow the story of Scrooge, and we'll get to the fun part in the future as we go, but but he finally gets a revelation of what it can be like if he doesn't live like that anymore. But I'm telling you, you cast it off and you put on the new man, but you change, it says, your mind and your attitude. That's the thing in the middle between casting off the old and putting on the new in that scripture. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 21. You get rid of the old man and you change your mind and your attitude and then you put on the new man. But then, but then, I'm free. I'm free. 
When that thought comes, when that link comes, when that hurt comes, when the re- I'm telling you, you may be free, but the devil's going to remind you that you did that. He's going to remind you that you were hurt. He's never going to leave you alone, and he's going to continue to come at you with chain after chain after chain. And many times it'll be the same link of the chain that you've tossed off and you've let go. He's going to keep bringing it back and asking you about it. Don't even take the one link. Forget it. I don't want any of it. I don't want to be burdened down. That's all we say. God, I love you. And in the midst of this moment where I don't know what to do because I have been hurt, I ask you to help me remain tenderhearted and to forgive and to pass this thing off because I don't want to be burdened down in my life anymore. This is going to be, and we say this year after year, but this is going to be the greatest Christmas you've ever experienced in this earth. Why? I mean, all the stuff. No stuff. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but they all still see. Yeah, but they, they don't have power over you. They all still saw Scrooge as a greedy, nasty old man after he'd made a change. He had to walk it out for them to believe it. Walk it out. Walk it out without the hurt. Walk it out without the regret. Walk it out without the remorse. Walk it out without the loneliness. You are not alone in this world. He is with you. Don't let the chains of the past hold you back. I said all of that really to say this. This Christmas can be different. Romans 8.28 For God so... not so, <laughs> Romans 8.28 God will turn all things around for good in your life because you love Him and you're called according to His purpose. But you got to give Him the chance. It says in 1 Peter that we cast our care. Don't cast them and hold it back. When you cast it, the link's going to come back, but you let it go. The chain's going to try to... But you let it go. You don't let it stick to you. Don't let it hang on you. You don't put it in your pocket. You don't hold on to it for a minute because it makes you feel better. You just let it go. Just let it go. And allow Him to be the center of your life. Amen. Let's stand up. I want to pray for you today. We hope this message encouraged you. Victor Christian Center is passionate about sharing the love, acceptance, and forgiveness of Jesus. Learn more about us at victorylafayette.org. If you don't know Jesus or maybe you've gotten distracted and stopped following Him, I'd like to pray for you right now. The most important decision you'll ever make involves accepting the love of Jesus and His gift of new life. I'd invite you to make this prayer your own and take this opportunity to begin to follow Jesus. God, I ask you to reveal yourself to me. I want to know you. I ask you to forgive the sin in my life that has kept me from enjoying a relationship with you. Give me a fresh start by changing my life and helping me to follow you from this point forward. I accept your love through Jesus and I commit to trust your plan for my life. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. If you've prayed this prayer for the first time, please get in touch with us and let us know. To learn more about Victory or to contact us, visit us online at victorylafayette.org.